This episode has been sponsored by MapHook. Welcome to the show. I'm Genesee. I'm Matt. I am Dan. I'm Opie. And I'm Tinsian. And this is Death Before Dishonor. Today is Friday, July 9th, and this is episode 10 in a weekly series following a group of friends playing Dungeons and Dragons, hosted by the Gray Area Podcast and featuring members of the Geek Bits Podcast. Last week, we arrived in the town after our adventures and, uh, broke up into two factions. One of them went to the tavern to have breakfast and discuss relationships between the the players, and the other went to the cathedral to find out the conclusion of the quest with Lenora. Uh, The first group has joined the cathedral uh, group, and now they are about to hear the conclusion of of what the priestess's words will be. Also, as a side note, the character of Bortum has been escorted away under suspicion of causing a warehouse fire in a town uh, close by and uh, has left the game for now. And Tinzian will catch us up on where we're going to go from here. Dungeon Master, you are a go. As a further aside, Eldrock uh, will not be actively played in this particular episode due to the player having real-life activities this evening. After boredom is escorted away by the Acolyte and allowed to walk to the town's militia office, Lenora turns and sighs and says, it's such unfortunate business, and then looks at each of you and bids you welcome. She seems troubled as if she is going to say something that could possibly harm the future of this town or perhaps show her own failings. Taking a deep breath, she pretty much lays it out on the table. I had asked each of you as honest adventurers to assist at... Tom's farm. He was having issues and there was the uh, pretense of fire and so forth, but I have heard that no help arrived at his farm and it was lost. Um, Do you have any explanation as to where you went off to? Because you, you come back as a group, you have this 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 treasure with you and a new companion i i'm 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 at a loss and please explain bosk bosk wants to step forward and say hold on one second lenora do you realize you have a serious dog problem in this area number 1 number 2 we showed up to a charred earth what was left over of a farm on our way there we were ambushed by dogs dog creatures and we barely made it through there um 
once we get there, we find what remained of some sort of human being. It looked, it might have been this farmer you have taught, you're speaking of, but they had no life about them, and we had to pretty much put him down. Um, there is an evil, evil presence all over this area. We had to fight our way through um, a dark cavern where, where there was an where there was more of these dog-like creatures m- growing more fierce as we went. We rescued two or three companions as we went along. Almost lost some along the way, um, and finally, towards the end of our quest or toward the end of this, trying to get out with our lives. We basically killed what was the the magic shaman leader, so to speak, of this of this dog type tribe. Something I've never seen before. She she is she is clearly she is clearly clearly stunned, um, and 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 starts to motion more more for like a repetitive sense to calm herself, but she motions for calm. But as Darrow starts to say something, she, she, she pauses and looks your way. Oh, don't worry. It was nothing. I was just going to make a joke, but you stuck <laughs> I got nothing to say. Go ahead and make a joke. <laughs> I just was going to say, so slow your roll. Listen to Boss. <laughs> he knows what's up. Xanatari <laughs> <laughs> speaks up uh, with impatience, saying, you know, we came here for our own ends to find out uh, what was going on with this town? We did a side item for you at your request, out of the kindness of our hearts, with no hope of or promise of reward, and uh, battled for our lives for the last few days to try to save a homestead and wh- whoever might be surviving. And then we come back here and we're accused of of lying and doing nothing and coming back here without uh, without saving this person. You know, what's your explanation for sending us out into a very dangerous area with no warning and no explanation uh, and putting our lives at risk for something that was clearly burned days ago? She is fully, full-on shocked. And she does not deny the accusation laid at her feet by Xanatari, but there is the clear confusion that there is not a sense of culpability or a a, a false front presented by by her sense of shock. She goes, This this farm was in distress and we had received word of, of, of fire and there was no mention of of dogs or anything what huh and she pauses and 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 she thinks and does anatari have the capability to like use magic to conjure an image of of any of this stuff that we're talking about so she could see the dog stuff we're talking about because it's difficult to explain to her something we we don't really know as level one or i guess more than level one now but level two adventurers do you do you have anything that's like a phantasm or an illusion? This would be more of where boredom would have been handy. Okay. Possibly. Just um, arcane. Um, really, uh, the rest of it's all. No, if 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 one of you wants to go and you know scribble something down or you know sketch something or whatever, you, you can do that off on the side. Um, but she she looks 
she looks between all of you and then settles back on Bosk. And she asks with, with quite a degree of forthrightness, would you describe the farm that you were at? And she, and she, she adds, I, I, I'm, I'm not laying an accusation of, of, um, you know, calling you liars, but there is something going on here that, that, that bears further investigation. The farm that we were sent to was down this road as I point in the direction of where the farm was. And she nods, and she nods at you like you, you've gone in the, the correct direction. As we approached the farm, we noticed that the house and the barn were pretty much had been scorched and still smoking. Um, and it and it borders a, a creek or a river in the back, which at the north end of the river was a waterfall, which that is where in the depths behind the waterfall there was a cave in which this source of evil dog-like man-creatures persisted to reside. Her, her eyes go wide. She's like, you are at Colbert's farm. Colbert's farm? Ooh. You are, you are at a completely different farm than the one that you were... Oh. Oh, crap. And she, <laughs> she, 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 looks, she looks extremely sad and either as, as if she's lost a friend or she has lost not so much a donor, but I, I, I think this was a member of her flock, and she's starting to realize that there's perhaps something much more insidious on there. And she's like, you did not see Tom's farm? It is marked by a stone obelisk, even. The, the, the path to take. Stone marker. We did not see it. We did not go that direction. We tried to use elven ears, but they failed us. <laughs> and it was raining on us also. And we got and we oh, got then there, oh, then there is there is there's deeper, deeper mischief and magic than 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 oh this is bad. Xenatari oh. speaks up and says, uh, we are sorry to give you this sad news, but the uh farmer that we assume must be this, what's his name, Colder, um, was there, but he was changed into some sort of living dead person, and we had to destroy him to give him peace. She, 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 she looks horrified, but she, she looks between all of you, and she sees no satisfaction for the deed. And she nods, and she asks what else was found at, at the farm, whether the, you know, whether there's clothing or anything of, 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 of note that was found. Um, just, she explains that Bortum was found tied in the house and had been captured by the dog men creatures, but the, the place was barely standing and there were no items recovered just uh as a reminder and this is um just uh to break in real quick there were um there was, was there? the uh robes that uh um 
We we got robes. There there was a a, a robe that uh, Dan found um, while heading yes. up towards the uh, waterfall. Oh, yes. okay. What did what did you do with that, Dan? Did did you keep it? Listen, I don't keep up with things. I'm dead. <laughs> I don't remember? No, I don't. Uh, yeah, we kept it with us, and I pull it out from under my cloak okay. and I have it there. There, there, there is a sharp hissing sound of intake of breath from her, and she goes, "That was there." Yes, we found this before <laughs> we entered the cave. When we found Kurik. Then, 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 then Colbert and your friend, no, they, they were not harmed or captured by, by the gnolls. Those, those dog things that you, you, you fought, uh, they, they, they sound like gnolls. Um, we used to have issues with them raiding from the north, uh, to, uh, far, farther away settlements. But if they're set, if they're showing up here, then this is especially bad. No, this looks like it's the um, work of cultists from the keep. Perhaps the gnolls drove them off. Hmm. Cultists from hmm. the keep? Maybe she could explain further, because we don't know of this. Yes, please. Back before you departed for the farm, I had told you a bit of the history of the keep, and um, the bad tidings had fallen upon it. There's been strong rumor that cultists of Orcus, um, and those of you who know, um, the symbol of Orcus is, is a skull on a rod. Uh, she explains again that there, um, was some malady brought about to the keep by these cultists of Orcus. There's been rumors that they are um, about, in some form or fashion, active in the area yet again, um, and perhaps they are the source of this trouble um, and malady in the area. You know, she, she goes, I, I, sent, I sent you for a simple task to render aid, and you have apparently uncovered a conspiracy most foul and bring rumor truther um, closer to the light of truth than um, has ever before been proven. This is indeed great tidings. Now this cult, is, is this the same story that you spoke of before we went on the quest? Yes. Hmm. We noticed a strong magic sense about it would this been would this magic sense be more than what was controlling the gnolls that you speak of she kind of clucks her tongue and she goes i i'm, I'm largely unfamiliar with the gnolls but they are they're a fairly strong barbarian-esque uh race if there were no cultists to be found at the farmhouse it's more likely that the gnolls chase them from what they view as their own new territory I, I don't think that there is a controlling perhaps whatever is going on is drawing the gnolls but i don't think the two are exactly in line they're a bit uh gnolls are a bit quirky <laughs> quirky 
And you can tell from the way she's describing this is she's taking whatever story she's been told in the past and trying to put them into form versus having encountered them in person. Um, she goes and again, looks at Xanatari and not to rebuke, but to make clear, she's like, correct. You were sent out without promise of, uh, material reward. Um, but clearly you, your actions of all of you have been, uh, far and beyond, um, the aid and, uh, I will, I will see that you have funds drawn, um, from the church to cover, uh, these past couple days worth of your time. Sinanatari thanks her. Bosk will say, I'm tired. Yes. Um, and she goes, well, have you, have, have, have you all eaten yet today? Some of I us have. have. We had a Opie or Boss had a giant breakfast, <laughs> and the rest of us had uh, some breakfast. We yeah. had salads. Right. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, Boss to the... got an entire hog and a diet coke. Exactly <laughs> <laughs> half coke, half diet coke. <laughs> L- 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 Lenora Lenora looks Boss up and down, and you know she seems to ponder for a moment if if you were joking about the about the hog but she makes it clear um inform the inform the owner of the tavern that the um that he is to reimburse you for your costs uh for breakfast for all of you and the church will (laughs) darrow sighs with relief yeah smiles again and puts his head down Finally, my money back. Um, but the 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 the, ch- the the church will the church will cover, and for those of you that do not, and to provide your rooms, um, um, she will do that. But she she looks and she goes there 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 is much afoot, and I do hope that you will be willing with uh, some sleep and refreshment to be more uh, eager to perhaps come back and. Um, continue to aid Winterhaven and the surrounding lands uh, with your um, skills. Well, Darrow nods to her, thanks her, and tells her that after rest we will continue this quest that you ask of us. Or I will. <laughs> speak for the others. Boss would like to say, does the, does the deal with the information that you're going to provide to us, is that still relevant to this quest that we have to fulfill? She nods. Um, she's like, I, I, I've had the, I sent for uh, requests to the other churches in the area to find out if they have um, either patron of the church or records of their own um, to to aid you. Sanitary's okay. ears perked up at the mention of this cult and the evil in in this area, and um, tells the priestess that. Um, I would be interested in hearing more about that once we've um, had a chance to rest. And I will take Eldrock with me and go to the inn and have breakfast since I didn't get a chance to eat yet. And he can okay. join me. Okay. Um, all right. So you guys depart. Uh, Matt, do you have anything that you wish to add to the priestess? I'm just along for the ride. Um, I'm still still making peace with Daros. Um, 
So I'm going to, I'm going to kind of stick with him. Um, where he goes, I will follow. Wow. We're, we're gonna <laughs> talk. We're gonna we're gonna work this out. <laughs> we're gonna we're going to. Even if we have to go on Maury Polvich, we're gonna figure this out. What's your motivation, wow. Kirk? Because I don't think we ever did hear that in the last episode. Like, why is your character here? I mean, I understand that you don't like Daros because he killed. Or, you mean why is he on this? Why why am I on this journey? Right. Oh, it was it was to um, it was originally I had heard through my travels that uh, there was a large, um, not gathering, but a large number of revenants in this uh, area. Um, so I'm here to kind of investigate that more. Oh, you're I, here to you know, assassinate lo- the revenants. Well, I'm <laughs> looking for the you know over the years I've you know been this has been my life's goal basically is to find out who destroyed my village. And through the years and through my travels, I've, you know, been following basically all these clues and all these all, all these different paths. And it's led me here. And it's, this is just another step in my journey to find out who wiped out my village and killed my parents. Okay. I think I missed that section. All right. I think well, that I was think covered in uh, yeah. the first he episode. Us. Yeah. He said he followed us because I was a revenant and wanted to kind of stick near me. To slip my throat and slash my tires. Exactly. <laughs> Cut your phone line. That's just stupid. Well, I will take Eldrock by the nose ring and go eat further. So hey. that's where we are. Don't feed him beef. Mm. Yeah, don't try not to eat Eldrock on the way. <laughs> don't um, let him eat beef either because that's cannibalistic and that's gross. Um, Lenore. Lenore. Um, pauses and asks uh, Daros to uh, remain behind for um, a couple minutes. For some special attention. Oh, yeah. She calls over one of the acolytes uh, for the church and scribbles you know, writes out a note and hands it back to the acolyte and sends him on his way. Uh, a couple of minutes later, the acolyte returns, um, bearing five, uh, tubes. They're round, probably the, the old film canisters, the black ones with the, the gray tops. Okay. Um, they're roughly three times the length of one of those canisters. Um, and she hands these, um, she comes outside of the church and approaches Daros and hands, uh, these five tubes to Daros and with the request that he see that they, each member of the party receives one of these tubes. (laughs) Yes. Maybe. And she, th- <laughs> she thanks you and steps back into the church. Again, more out of habit than being the living dead. So if you want, if there's any other things that you guys want to talk about in character before turning in, now's an opportunity. If not, um, if you all agree, we can just fast forward to the next morning. Um, after some rest, it's up dilly to you guys. Do, dilly do, dilly do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's, let's go to the next morning, yo. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
Daros, have you distributed the tubes? Have you done anything with the tubes? Uh, I humped the tubes. Have you filled and opened the tubes? <laughs> Actually, I meet everyone out front of the tavern or inn or wherever we are and inform them that I was given this by the priestess for each one of you, and she would like me to... Uh, you each have one of these. So I pass them out. <clears throat> Why does my tube say crest on it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a Colgate a fan. You know, you know that. <sighs> Paylor, pay, 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 deity of sunny smiles. Mm. <sighs> All right. Uh, who wants to be the first to open their tube? I'll start. I'm the one passed them out. I'll open it up. Okay. <laughs> It is uh, 200 gold pieces. Rich suckers, let's hit the strip pub. Curtis, get off that creaky bed. Escalates for everybody. Sanitara open hers, and we assume everything is the same in all of them, but who knows? Yeah, it's it's the same for everyone. Awesome. I'll open mine, and mine is short five gold. I only have 195. <laughs> I want to know who the bastard is. Come on, I bet it was Darrow, so I'm going to kill him. The person counting it was also afflicted with the lack of accuracy. Uh, what are you trying to say? <laughs> yes. Bob kids and says, great, let's eat. Oh. Again, we just ate oh. breakfast. Yeah, but that was yesterday. What about the second breakfast? Yesterday, that was Shopping. Yeah, Darrow said, everybody, let us go to the market. And spend our money. By the way, my uh, under the table note to everyone um, for, and this is also to the listeners, uh, we're going to have a uh, refresh session with um, episode one as an entire group just to bring us all because it's been that length of time since then. So you may want to go back also and listen to... Um, Episode one, because certain portions of the next follow-up episode may uh, omit some details that were already covered or expound upon things, but it, it may just be good for everyone to kind of have another anchor point and stuff. So, well, we've all already heard the general outline of our questing from start to finish um, in this episode, but there are details, um, yep. like Tanzian is saying that that aren't going to be covered in this refresher at the beginning that you've heard. So definitely good good to do. Okay, so let's do the shopping stuff first, uh, and then afterwards we can try and figure out, I believe uh, you guys still want to figure out Kirk's armor. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. And um, all our other stuff we've got. Yes. Okay. Overall, the stuff that you are going to be selling will net you a combined uh, 300 gold. Sweet. Okay. So that then we have to split down. up to get. Yeah, five we have to of split us. Up, so breaks right. down to 300 for me. And <laughs> <laughs> Your math is horrible. Your math split is awful. Three. It makes sense. Well,. Yeah. We're- he, he, he's he's an accountant. Well, they're sure. they're they're generally half half living dead anyways. Come tax right. season, so right. Yeah. Well, we'll get we'll each get sixty gold if it's split between five of them. Yeah, it should be between five. Don't forget uh, Eldrock. 
Oh, okay. yeah, that's right. Especially so silent, but yet so, here. So, according to my numbers, I have four platinum, because we split it up last time, 24 gold pieces, and now another 260. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, good. Mm. 284 gold. Woo-hoo! And those uh, platinum pieces, uh, one platinum, I'm just going to rule, is uh, 10 gold equivalent. Oh, 10 gold equivalent. Okay. Yep. Okay, cool. So. All right, let's go spend. Uh, what general type of items are each of you looking for? Well, uh, uh, this is is a medium sized trading town that, um, would offer up to, if you had an obscene amount of money, masterwork, uh, level equipment, um, type items. How much for masterwork level items are you talking? Like obscene? We're talking, we're talking in the thousands, the multiple thousands of gold. Ah, okay. But what, what do you what do you guys as as the now having um, seen your first real challenge um, looking to do with your winnings? Blackjack uh, and hookers. <laughs> I would like to fully gear out. Maybe get a headpiece, some arm protection, legs, hands. Well, it's arms, head, hands, and maybe a new uh, a waist piece, feet. You know. Full leather armor is what I would like to do. Okay. Maybe a new uh, a new blade that's a little bit better than mine if I can find one. Another short sword with maybe a bonus if that's possible yet if we're able to buy that, or just a little bit better of a blade. Okay. To answer your question, uh, right now, what are what do you have for armor on your sheet? Uh, All I have is a leather armor. That's it for that's it. Okay. Uh, I don't have anything equipped in any other spots. Uh, I'm carrying a short sword and a hand crossbow, okay. and that's about all I got on me. Okay. And then, of course, I have you know other things in my pack, my adventures kit, my thieves' tools, and crossbow bolts. So, are you are you ca- are you carrying any travel rations? Uh, I, I thought that was with the adventures kit. Do I have to buy travel rations? Um, there's there's usually like the you know a couple bags of gorp in the adventures kit, but sometimes it's good to have the actual rations. It's Okay, well then I would buy the rations as well. That okay. would probably be the first thing, just to make sure I have it on me. The town would not be able to support purchasing a short sword with a bonus or another type of weapon with a bonus. Okay. Um, but for the extensive list of shopping that you have, mm-hmm. um, you'd be able to find um, some very... I don't want to say crudely done leather armor. Right. But you you will definitely find the journeyman pieces versus the master leather worker pieces. Okay. Um, you might be able to get uh, um, the leather pieces you seek and okay. your sword, but you would only have about uh, 15 gold left out of your entire. So if I got the head, arms, hands, waist, feet, and new armor... It's yes, but you're sort of looking at at it from the viewpoint of you're starting to notice that perhaps the quality on these pieces okay. may not be you know, you're getting quantity not quality. Quality. Right. So it's just wasting money is what it ends up being, because it's not really going to boost right. my uh defense, I guess, in any way. Because it would just be simple pieces. You, that I you, be able to place on them. you started to see you started to see enough that you know this would be covering this would be psychological for you, but again, you know, 
for what for is what there... you would get. But you 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 could get a very reasonably well done um, short sword for okay. about a hundred golds. You know, it would carry a nice clean edge. Uh, it's it's been made from you know the head of the shop. It's you know it it looks like a very serviceable, very balanced uh, blade. Okay, I'll buy that. That'll okay. be it. Then since I the pickings were slim, is there a jewel person there that sells rings and necklace pieces that might give bonuses, or is that still too high to look for? That was there. There doesn't there there doesn't seem like to be jewel. much. If 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 there's what you get the sense of from um, the uh, uh, owners of the establishments is is that if there are magical goods that come through town, they stay sealed in casks and are moved through town. Um, there doesn't seem to be the um, usual trading and haggling for magic items in this town so that it would get out into the market. It seems okay. like this is a transit forum to somewhere else at this point. All right. So all I'm buying then is just a, a very, very nice short sword. Yes. Um, is that going to cause anything new to my abilities or anything? It's just a nice short sword and that's it. It's um, not going to change anything, but it would be a matter of if you run into something down the road that may impact your short sword, uh, you can remind me if I don't have the note present in front of my face that you do have a very nice short sword, and I may give you a bonus to resist, say, having your weapon crumble into rust, or okay. you know, it hits a pile of stones because you've done a critical, and instead of your sword breaking, it manages to keep its edge and something else happens to you you know that sort of thing okay um, then that's it that's all i'll get then just a very okay. nice short sword yes uh let's see because we have not heard from him in a while let's do matt what would kirk uh, be interested in well i got my armor yep uh from the drop so i don't need to worry about that <clears throat> Well, if there's anything, I wonder if there's anything that, that I hate to say this, that could improve my accuracy. Hmm. Um, is there like a headpiece that can improve eyesight? Or I know that sounds kind of weird, but just just curious if there's anything. The 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 the, the jeweler um <laughs> the 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 jeweler does uh smile and kind of look like you're a little bit out of place for his usual clientele. Um, but you know, he can, he can obviously sense that there's some, you know, money around, but he pulls out a nice felt tray from under the counter and it has a series of very stylish, um, for lack of a better term, monocles. Um, <laughs> great. <laughs> I need glasses. <laughs> but again, you know, he, he, he goes, I, I normally create these for ones who wear robes and, 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 and fine clothes. Not that yours is not um, fine for what you do, but uh, perhaps there is something here that may interest you. And he smiles and he kind of does the Vanna White wave over the um, <laughs> over the monocles. Um, as as far as an actual item or a not like a well for World of Warcraft, uh, for those who don't play, um, this group largely comes from a World of Warcraft current background where on bows and guns you can mount a scope and it helps your character's accuracy. In um, 
D and D, they don't necessarily have that feature as far as bows go. I think crossbows have a very crude um, scoping type ability, but uh, that's on the larger ones. So, no, not really. There's not much of uh, anything unless you want to try. Maybe you've got a uh, poorly balanced uh, weapon and it's throwing you off. Um, this, you know, the, the black, the blacksmith would be able, you know, he's like, I, I'm not a weapons man, but my bodyguards always complain that, you know, if, if they get a weapon and the balance is off, you know, maybe you want to try and see if the blacksmith can do something for you. You could clap your hands and say you do believe in fairies. That might help. Um, yeah, uh, you know what, I'm, you know what, you know what, I want to save my money. Okay. Um, do you pick up travel rations and other sundries and stuff? Well, that kind of stuff, yeah, but as far as, uh, armor and gear and stuff, I'm gonna, I'm gonna want to save my money for a bit. Okay, for, for, for the sundries and everything, just because this is more the first time, load up, stock up, um, deduct, uh, 20 gold. Okay. And uh, Daros also deduct uh, 20. No way! Yeah. That's all right. I'll just steal it off Kirk later. Okay. <laughs> As I now see a flurry of under-the-table messages come my way, excellent. Conspiracy achieved. <laughs> Boom goes the dynamite. Boom goes the dynamite. All right. Uh, Xanatari. Um... I'm going to buy some basic travel rations and go to the blacksmith to get my heavy armor that I've salvaged and my mason shield just cleaned up because they're filthy from the berserkers and all the battle with rain and everything else and make sure they're they're cleaned up and repaired and then uh, that's pretty much it. Um, I'm really interested in in visiting that tower to try to see if I can find anything that might be useful for uh, my arcane magic. Maybe I could get some more spells or some training or something. So I'm kind of eyeing that tower and heading in that direction after I get my stuff repaired. Okay. Uh, for the repairs and the uh, 20 for um, the basic sundry stock up, let's call that uh, 70 gold total. Just for the cleanup and some uh, pulling out some of the major dents. Okay. All right. Um, and then we will handle the tower after. Opie. Bosk is, is pointing in the direction of Zanatari and thinks that's a great idea. He's heading towards the heavy armor merchant. Um, he's I thinking thought you were about saying you wanted to pay her. For services. I thought you were just hey. pointing at her. You, <laughs> woman, fetch me a drying cloth. <laughs> and I was just Un- thinking, I hope you don't pay too much. Un- oh. un- 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 Uncle, Uncle, Uncle Sam, Opie uh, wants uh, armor. Okay. Well, I think so, and I'm gonna go ahead and check out what the merchant has. Um, is it? Is it? Um, is there? I would like to get a shield. And maybe another one-handed weapon, um, okay. depending on what's for sale. Um, nope. But I'm going to spend a little bit of a coin on some food to take with me. Okay. Well, you're gonna you're gonna spend the twenty for the startup cost at least. <laughs> It'd be the... fifty by the time he's done with food. Hey. But yeah, 
That's because okay. he eats a lot. <laughs> Good one. Um, let's, let's, let, yeah, let's put you down for 40. 40 gold for food. Okay. Huh. Um, and then what kind of price range are you looking at to to spend? Uh, well, right now Bosk is carrying a standard heavy shield. This is kind of a military-issued um, shield and um, his war hammer, which is pretty much nothing um, nothing magical about it. Pretty much just forged from uh, dwarven um, blacksmiths. Um, nothing enchanted. So uh, it's rather dirty and used. Um, so um, a quick repair would help. But if the merchant has anything that might be an upgrade, um, I'm I'm looking to spend you know what I can. Okay. Um, the merchant looks between your uh, shield and uh, Warhammer with a very practiced and keen um, and uh, very quickly appreciative eye, and he looks at you and he goes, "Is this uh, this is is this indeed uh, a dwarven craft?" And I say, "Yes, it is." And he's like, "Hmm, odd, odd, odd that." Uh, this would be in the hands of a non-dwarf, but uh, I hate to say it, but I, I would perhaps lose a sale if I attempted to offer you something, even for my excellent stock, uh, compared to these. But um, you do say that you are interested in uh, repair and cleaning. I, those I would be willing to uh, uh, put my time into. Sure. If you wouldn't mind uh, to kind of give it, tighten the straps here a bit and add an extra, extra uh, coat of 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 wax to the uh, to the to the shine of of the end of the shield, that'd be great. Okay, so overall, uh, you've got forty. Let's put you at uh, eighty-five gold for everything. To Ching. All right, everyone's done as far as uh, armor and straight direct weapons, right? Yep. Except okay. Eldrock, but we uh, assume that yeah. um, he's going to polish his horns or something. I, I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Polish. Then uh, um, let's go over to the... Sounds kind of dirty. Go over, to the, go over to the tower. The tower itself, there's a good 50 feet between the tower and the next uh, nearest building. And it looks like there is a series of scorch marks on the end of the, the, the closest building, as if just some random fireball or chemical or something had hit the ground and people just kind of got the idea that, you know what, we're going to kind of move back a bit. Um, there's a large wooden door with a bell uh, affixed to the right of the door. Zanatari will ring the bell and wait for a response. As you ring the bell... The bell continues to ring even after you let go of the, uh, the cord. And it gets louder. And it gets louder. And then it gets quiet for a minute. 
after a minute pause, it starts to ring again, this time getting louder and louder and louder over the course of 15 seconds and then stops. The sound of the bell is abruptly cut short um, as the door flies open and a wild-haired gentleman in a robe uh, stands there and looks at you as if you are either the most daring and brave group ever to um, step foot in front of his door, or he's not certain that the door that he opened is actually to the outside, and perhaps he thinks that he is looking at another world entirely and has forgotten what humans look like. In either case, you get the sense that he doesn't open the door that often. Xenatari asks him if he's found the flux capacitor. No, no. Um, <laughs> I greet him and tell him that we're adventurers and that uh, I am looking for uh, any sort of, I guess, looking to purchase some um, objects that might be useful in my magic and that I am a war priest and looking for... Um, you know, magical, magical scrolls and perhaps a staff, something useful like that. And heard that there was a magician that lived here, and maybe we could share some, some talk on that subject. Any other reactions from the rest of the party? Boss kind of takes a step back and says, "Zanatari, you've got this one. All you magic <laughs> users are the same." Wow. <laughs> Zanatari says, "My hair is so much better." <laughs> yes, it is. Rolls to make out with Xanatar. <laughs> Rolls for lightning. Wow. <laughs> Come on, you don't want to make out with a dead guy? <laughs> Rolls, Rolls, gotta, for, Rolls for dinner so with key. butter. You gotta offer her money. So okay. All right. Uh, Daros or Kirk? Anything? No. No. I'm just chilling with the group. I spent my cash. I'm just hanging with the team. The wild-haired gentleman uh, seems to look very confused and starts to mouth silently um, a couple of things like he's repeating what Xanatari says until his eyes get very, very clear, like, aha! And, in fact, he doesn't. Aha! And starts talking in... um, what you can best describe as the local language, but it sounds like it's maybe a decade to uh, 50 years to maybe even at most 100 years out of the current style. Okay. Sort of like you've just kind of hit the lottery on, yes, he's remembered actually what he's trying to say. Um, And what you can get from him is... You know, magician? Magician? There's no magician here. There's not even a minor magician or a major magician. But there is a mighty wizard. Nimbus. Who's Nimbus? Hmm. And he kind of looks back inside the door, kind of looks and turns around, as if expecting, you know, a big uh, Wizard of Oz-type flashy light show, or maybe actually someone behind him. And then... You see him pause, and as he's looking 
through the door, you know, as he's about to turn and look back out the door, he like either catches himself in a mirror or maybe he sees a note scribbled somewhere and he pauses again, examining this and suddenly looks out the door and he says very seriously, I'm Nimbus. You seek aid? Xenatari smirks at him like she does the elders of her her town and speaks very slowly uh, and explains again that uh, she's a magic <laughs> user visiting the area and that um, she's heard, you know, that Nimbus may have uh, some some things that they could share as far as the subject of magic or some items that she could purchase about magic. You need to talk slower. He <laughs> seems really weird. <laughs> <laughs> she also has some really good conditioner. He <laughs> takes his glasses off and it is as if, as if he is another individual entirely um you know you sense that maybe there was a phone booth involved at some point or some <laughs> speed but he reaches up and slowly kind of mashes his hair back um and pauses and again kind of looks around and when he looks back he's like well i have components um for spells and magic but uh you 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 holy types tend to tend to derive your and he sort of starts to go down this path like he's going to launch into a doctorate level explanation of magic before he kind of catches himself in his own boredom mm -hmm. impen impending boredom and he just kind of stops and he goes i have components for sale Okay, um, that would be something that I'd be interested in. Um, he does, he does, however, finally look beyond Xanatari because um, his his gaze suddenly just kind of starts to wander, and it does fall upon uh, his gaze does fall upon Kirk, to which there is a momentary raise raising of the uh eyebrows. <laughs> pointing a long kind of crookedy finger that looks like it's very used to writing versus pointing he motions uh uh Kirk to come closer come hither come young elf <laughs> i will got approach some popsicles here in my pocket yeah, come get exactly. in my white van come get, come get in the van <laughs> matt you, you, Matt, you 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 have actually with with that thing from Family Guy from you have just literally sort of tapped the the insanity that I was intending. So thank you very much for that one. <laughs> you're welcome. Um, on behalf of Matt, you're welcome. <laughs> ignoring the glasses, or perhaps forgetting the glasses on uh, his his head. He reaches into a, a, a bag and pulls out an exact duplicate pair of glasses yes. and puts them on, puts, <laughs> fixes them on his nose. That's awesome. You then kind of realize as, he, as he's turning and you're paying attention to the wild mass of hair that there is the glint of 
silver and glass scattered throughout the the long crazy mass of hair as if there is a perpetual conveyor belt further and further back of glasses over the time best forgotten and he studies that and he goes Calarell's militia hasn't been mustered quite that long ago then and he kind of he kind of peers he kind of peers at the uh the the armor piece and he's like hmm i remember doing that i remember working on that one but wow i must have gotten some very bad leather cuz that looks horrible Okay, he's looking at your armor, Kirk. He identifies mm-hmm. it. Uh huh. What's hey, it? hey, my eyes are up here, old man. <laughs> my <eyes are> here. <laughs> do you do you say that in character? Yes. No. No, I don't. That's retarded. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on! And I'm he hoping you can tell me something about it. And he kind of re- he reaches out a finger and he kind of rubs it against the the armor and he's like. I'm glad you did not say nipples. I oh, oh reported. <laughs> maybe he maybe maybe he was, but maybe your innate sense of inaccuracy means that he just grabbed uh, something further down in your coin purse. Hey no. Well, hello, hello. My ears aren't the only thing that's pointing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to the breaches. Sound the alarm. Move on. He, he he seems rather distressed that the uh, armor has faded in quality and structure of within what he terms of a couple days. He's like, maybe my formulas were, mis- you know, mistaken and, you know, gosh, I hope nobody else has armor like this. You know, I, I literally, mm. literally, I, I still have the space free on my workbench from from this. Um, and he kind of, again, looks like he's about to start doing it a slow circle unless somebody, in, you know, to look around his, the inside landing area of his doorway, unless someone wants to uh, stop him from the Zenitari slow says, um, Grandfather, this is very ancient. I'm thinking this is probably ancient armor, and it's been some time since you've seen this. We found this recently and it had been abandoned in a cave can you tell us more about this abandoned in a cave these even even these young officers would know better than to store something in a cave but could water could water have impacted upon this within within the last three days oh dear is it is it is it that unstable oh wait ancient i'm not that wait (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then he he he, 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 he kind he kind of he kind of peers a little further outside his door and goes, "Where's the bakery? <laughs> <laughs> the bake the." Zantari the assures him there's no delicious rolls here. And he kind of looks Boss. around and, and and he goes, "There's there's much more sunlight out here now." Boss quickly snaps his fingers. Snap out of it, old man. Give us what information you have. Nim, Nim, Nimbus, Nimbus pauses and, and, and puts the pair of glasses onto his forehead and rubs his eyes slowly before his left hand, as if an automatic machine, pulls out another pair of glasses. <laughs> 
and sets them upon his nose. Looking closer, he goes, very well, you must be the, you, you, you must be the, I forget what a, what a good term for like an auditor would be, but you know, you must be the sort of the quality control people. Fine, fine, fine. Traders, all of you always worrying about quality. I, Nimbus, always have the best quality. That's why I'm worried about this. If this was something of my doing, then I would take ownership of it. But, you know, all right, well. This is your standard issue piece of leather armor, and I was asked for the officers of Calarel's militia to give it just that little bit extra bit of protection because of... Militia leaders know that the militias are largely conscripts, and if the leader falls, militias tend to disintegrate as everyone flees. There's no real good order, unlike the good mage academies and magic users and kind of he kind of eyeballs where Xanatari is standing, and then he kind of finds where the cathedral is and the thing, and goes and and the holy high casters and he kind of pauses like he's lost in mid-sentence and then he comes back and snaps too and he goes so we, we were told you know I was told to um, add some extra protection to this and I, I, I had a couple couple potions around that uh, I, I was eager to try on these and uh, um, had success with the the, the others uh, but this one clearly has interacted with something, maybe the air, maybe the light. And he kind of looks out and he goes, there was a bakery right across from my doorway just this morning. <laughs> and he looks up and he's kind of like, oh, this is an odd, odd world. And then he mutters to himself in a language that is entirely incomprehensible to you. And kind of suddenly snaps back and to the language that you are understanding. And he goes, well, are you an officer then? I am, I am not an officer. I am, I have always been since a childhood, since childhood, just a kind of a lone wolf, if you will, because Darrow's killed my family. (laughs) (laughs) Every time. Nimbus peers at you, peers at you, uh, very, very heavily. And to, this is, peers at Kirk very heavily. And he goes, well, normally non-officers aren't supposed to have this, but clearly this is, you know, a, a off piece. Well, I suppose that there's no harm. Um, you'll have, you'll have to, See if the others, you know, are, are, are equally affected if you should, should run into them. But, um, clearly there's, you know, there's, there, there shouldn't be an issue with this set. You, you, you keep it. Um, uh, as far as out of character information, this is a, uh, plus, plus one, um, piece of armor. Woot. Oh, okay. Cool. Hopefully it's plus one to accuracy. That's what your glasses are for. You're like the only. I didn't get the glasses. Elf boss. I didn't get the glasses. I didn't buy the glasses. I thought you did. No. No. It is. I'll take my it chances. Is, but it's a. Uh, um, 
a, a, a plus one armor class. Just means it's uh, better leather than regular. Is that plus one? Right. Yeah, it, it's it's basically heading towards. Hey, look, it's leather, but it takes a beating like chainmail. Okay. Mm. I still deal. I still adhere to the opinion that this whole area there's some kind of you know we've talked about this area there's there's some sort of mysticism to it and it's completely screwing with all of my elf senses accuracy elven ears sight all that stuff it's, it's, hey it's called allergies okay? <laughs> yeah right I have elven allergies elven allergies are a bitch Let me tell you. I, I, actually actually I, th- I, th- I thought I thought I thought it was Mary Jane and the fact that you know she keeps getting captured by the green goblin that was throwing you off there. Oh, All right. <laughs> Zenatari says to um, Nimbus about those components. Well, you 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 take the spring and you take the gears and you put them together and then and you there you have insert the these live insert the these insert, insert the cords and the solder and you have to put in the no no crystal. no not those components the ones for sale. He, Kind of looks at you oddly, like, oh, 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 um, you didn't hear, you know. He's he's kind of like the sort of, <laughs> sort of like the the Doc Doc Brown from uh, Back to the Future. The uh oh, I just created a paradox somewhere. Oops, you didn't hear that. Um, he kind of fishes. He he, he fishes off a uh, a bowl off of his um, Cheerios table by. You know, a, la- a large, a large bowl. It is orange. It does not have bats on it or anything. But <laughs> Halloween candy from year nineteen fifty. <laughs> what is it? Um, but he, he picks he picks up a a um, bowl and starts to fumble through a couple pouches that are in there. And he goes and he he actually glances up and then glances down as if he's trying to sort out which bag to give and then for like the for like the moment of perhaps most clarity or most insanity um he's he addresses to um xanatari uh i often get people that seem to come to my door normally it is them trying to sell to me but occasionally one wants me to sell to them um i'm never sure what to charge pause like he's sort of doing in this day and age, this year, this mm. moment, this I just sneezed something. <laughs> there, there's a pause there. But in this case, I've got a deal for you. Okay. He hands. He holds out a door number bag. two. I'll he take hold, door number two. <laughs> he holds out a bag that's probably you know your standard. Uh, Sashet like a large, um, like, not like a large, but like a regular sandwich bag, mm-hmm. um, that is of, uh, linen cloth. And he hands that, um, to you and he thinks, I think this one belongs to you. And then kind of steps back and starts to move like he's going to close the door. Okay. And mm. I ask him, can I give you something for this kindness? Whoa! Hey, now. Hey. <laughs> Some money for this kindness. Oh, right. okay, gotcha. <laughs> he, it's he, cheaper the other way. He, 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 he pauses. <laughs> he, pa- he pauses and he kind of peers out again. And he's like, I believe you already did. And closes the door. Oh. 
But there was there was there was that moment just before he closed the door, like there was a, some extreme sense of recognition as to who you were. Okay. Um. Dun dun dun. The door, however, opens again slightly, and a um, the bowl is put outside on the ground, and there is a close closing of the door and a large wooden sounding type kerchunk. Like something like a, 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 a lock or something was thrown. Inside the um, bowl are four other bags. Okay. I guess you guys hmm. should take a bag. Any bag? Pick any bag? You guys I'll have to wake this me up. One. I'm sitting outside, cloak pulled over, just leaning against the wall asleep. <laughs> You kick Darrow's to wake him up. <laughs> I shall take a bag. I'll take I'll take awesome. this one today. Okay. Um Xanatari. Yes. Most um components as far as uh the clerics go in traditional D and D, they usually utilize their holy symbol of their deity as their focus right. of faith. Inside your bag is your deity's holy symbol. It is uh, a very well, well, well done um, bit of craftsmanship on this one. It is heavy, but not you know too heavy. It's so, like you could wield it, but uh, it's not going to uh, um, blow over. You know, if it gets uh, um, bumped against something. Great, that's nice. But it is. It feels warm it feels cold it, it it's it's definitely got something with it. it it you 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 can feel your deities um work you know potential to work through it it's it is it is a fine fine instrument of um your faith very cool so you you have you have you have a high quality um, I'm not going to say masterwork because I don't think they do masterwork level stuff. But you have you have a high you have a high fine quality um, holy symbol. It may or may not uh, later on there may be a random bonus or a random penalty thrown in based on use of this item. Okay. Excellent. <clears throat> cool. Uh, Matt. Yes, sir. Inside your bag, there is a emblem, <coughs> and there is a note. Hmm. <laughs> the emblem looks somewhat familiar to the emblems to an, to a broken emblem that was found. In the destroyed village that uh, you came from. What? There is the note. The note you recognize to be your or a very good copy of your handwriting. Hmm. Interesting. This. The note is in my handwriting? Yes. Or a a good, good facsimile of your handwriting. Right. Okay. And it says. 
this is who they are now. The emblem is a little different than you remember, but it is enough that you're like, oh, Scooby oh, Clue. Scooby Clue. <laughs> this is who they are. Now. And it, and it looks like my handwriting. Mm-hmm. Yep. Scooby. Future current came and left for you. <laughs> I know, right? Told you we had the flux capacitor. This, 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 this party saw clouds on the horizon of time. Nimbus oh. clouds. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Who's next? Boss. Bosk, uh, just for refresher's sake, uh, what is one of the pieces of information that you were looking for from episode one? My my notes are not uh, showing that. Uh, just I was looking for information of a nomadic uh, Goliath tribe that may have wandered through this area. Okay. Um, the piece that you pull out is similar to um, Xanatari's holy symbol. However, it is the symbol of the dwarf clan that uh, you were made a member of and have grown up with. However, mm-hmm. it is merged with a wood, is like stone merged with wood, uh, another symbol of a, uh, not like a human, but, you know, sort, sort of like that, that sort of type of clan symbol. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's in your bag. Excellent. So um, that may serve as, you know, that that may be a clue as to the symbol that this group is possibly Mm -hmm. using, or it could be something completely different and whatever. So they're part of the clan. But there is, but there is no, but there is no note um, attached to yours. Okay. (laughs) He was very excited. (laughs) What? I was okay. Sorry. He, he has a lot of thoughts swarming in his head. He needs to process. Bosk looks over the symbol and recognizes the dwarven symbol as a part of what he had grown up as a young boy looking upon the uh, throne of the dwarven king's chambers as he played around that um, younger. But the other part of the wooden symbol that is joined with that he does not recognize right off the top of his head. So... That's something that sparked his interest. Okay. Daros, your your final uh your bag um contains oh, a coin. <laughs> it is on one side it is um a white gold and it clearly has sort of like in the Roman it's sort of like a Roman style coin. Um but it has an image bearing your side profile, but on the other side of it in a darker, almost like uh, blackish, greenish uh, copper. It's still, to your feel, it still feels like gold, but it could be something else. Is your side profile, but with uh, horns and fangs. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. I don't know how to react to that. <laughs> uh, Toss it up in the air. It's, it's it could kill. be an omen that I must choose good or evil Ooh. as a revenant. 
So I flip the coin and hits evil. I kill everybody and run off. <laughs> I knew it. Welcome, welcome to Fable. There you gotcha. go. Okay, cool. All right. Very okay. intrigued by the by the coin. Okay. So please please make note of these things on your sheets and your side notes. Um, they may or may not be referenced in the future. Um, but. Uh, these are yours now to keep track of as, as you will. Zanatari makes a gesture at the doorway um, of, of Nimbus's house and gives him the blessing of the Adar and thanks for this amazing gift and then suggests that we all head to the cathedral to continue our conversation with uh, the priestess. Okay. Bosk agrees. Do you all agree? Yes. Yes. Okay. And we end the episode there and pick yep. up next time? Yep. I'm good with that. Okay. Thank you for listening. You can find out more at deathd4dishonor.com. Subscribe on iTunes and find us on Twitter at deathd4. Please take a listen to the Gray Area podcast about advice and interviews on relationships between gamers and also the Geek Bits podcast on regular guys talking about geeky stuff. One at grayareapodcast.com and the other at geekbits.net. You can find our D4 Maphook group and join for free, and we'll be posting pictures and fun stories there too. And we encourage listeners to post pictures and share their D&D journeys with us. Join us for a worldwide adventure. Stay tuned for next week as we continue our travels.